0: Hello and welcome to the Mustang Sports Feed. This is Dr. Bob Dixon. I am here with Mason Nesbitt, the Sports Information Director for the University. Mason, how are you doing today?
1: I'm fantastic, Bob. We've got an exciting podcast ahead of us and it's always fun to jump on the phone with you and and talk to some of the great people we have on staff here at Masters
0: University. Yeah, thanks for for, uh, putting us all together. I enjoy our time. Uh, What's on the docket for today?
1: So we've got Jacob Hicks, the men's and women's uh, golf coach, who's going to join us for an interview later in the the podcast. But for starters, as always, we have our Spotlight Athlete of the Week, and that is brought to you by some of our food sponsors. Obviously, it's been a difficult time for the food industry, but these guys remain open for pickup. That's Jersey Mike Subs, Chick-fil-A in Valencia, Presto Pasta, Jimmy Dean's on Lions and Firehouse subs. So our spotlight athlete of the week is Hannah Burke. So we've done this from time to time where we not only highlight athletes who are at the Masters University and have have accomplished things on our campus, but this summer we've also looked at some of the athletes who are coming in. And so Hannah Burke is an incoming freshman on the women's soccer team. She was as a senior at Gilbert Christian High School this past year. She scored. Now wait for this, Bob. 37 goals with 22 assists. I'm not going to do the math for how many points that comes out to, but it's a lot.
0: That's that's a huge As she number. She
1: led <laughs> wow. Gilbert Christian to the 3A state title there in Arizona. And Hannah was named to the Arizona Republic or AZ Central. That's a major newspaper out there. They're all Arizona team. So that places her in the top eight players in the state. She finished her career with 94 career goals across four varsity seasons, with 64 assists. And on a side note, her high school coach was former NFL kicker Jay Feely. And as a Dallas Cowboys fan, I just I remember him as the Eagles kicker. But I'm sure he's a great high school coach. But yeah, I saw that name. It's one of those you see that name. You're like, is it that Jay Feely? And it it was that Jay Feely. So Hannah Burke closing out a an incredible high school career, and as you might imagine, Masters head coach Curtis Lewis is pretty excited to get her on campus here in the
0: fall. Thirty-seven goals, did I get that? Did I hear that right, thirty-seven.
1: Thirty-seven goals and 22 assists as a senior.
0: That's 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 amazing. That's that's enough goals to really perfect a a, 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 a post-goal celebration or two. I would imagine. Hope, we'll look for- I hope. I would imagine. I don't know what the rules are in high school for that. I know on the pro
1: level they. Um, have some, some pretty big celebrations, but she, she certainly is no stranger to putting the ball in the net.
0: Well, we can look forward to watching a whole bunch of those celebrations, uh, Lord willing, in the very near future. Um, well, on, on that note, we're going to transition to uh, talk, to, or, I'm sorry, to introduce our, uh, our guest for today. So uh, let's do that now. So today we have Jacob Hicks,
1: who is entering his third season as head coach of TMU's men's golf team, and he'll be in his first season as head coach of our women's program. Jacob was an NCAA Division I golfer at East Carolina University, and he will always be a welcome guest on the show. Jacob, thank you for joining us. Hey, thank you for having me on. Thanks, Coach. So getting right into it, Jacob, you know the the hard hitting questions here. Okay. You got married recently. I did. Which isn't necessarily. I mean, it is newsworthy. Don't get me wrong; it's exciting. But the the part that is particularly of interest to me, I think, other than you and Sarah's well being, of course, <laughs> is that it was on. You got married on Facebook Live. What, what was that process like?
2: Ah, uh, you know the old COVID wedding. Um, I think looking back and in 20 years if the lord blesses us with children it's it's going to be interesting describing to them the year 2020 um and the fact that we got married surrounded by about 10 people um yeah it was definitely tough leading up to it um i think especially for sarah um as she's dreamed of having a, a big wedding and all the build-up to that special day, um, but we we kind of caught on to this phrase, and I think it's biblically grounded. Is that God's plan is is better, and it's bet it's 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 honestly best. And there are things outside of our control, um, and we knew we wanted to be married. Um, there was nothing holding us back from getting married, so we ended up deciding to just go forward with it and have a small intimate ceremony with just her family. Um, and her father actually officiated the wedding. He's certified, um, in the state of California to officiate weddings and it was beautiful. It was small. It was, it was a little bit sad. Um, not having my family out here, my close friends from back home, um, But it was still a a beautiful moment and really enjoyable. Um, Highly recommend getting married. Uh, (laughs) You know, um, the verse, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. I am uh, experiencing that now. Um, It is such a joy and, and team effort to be married, loving it.
1: Well, anybody who, who knows your wife, who, who played soccer here, Sarah Stead and obviously now Sarah Hicks knows that you did find a good thing, Jacob. Um, that's right. what transitioning a little bit, what are two ways anybody out there listening can improve their golf game tomorrow? So like, let's say they're going out to play golf. What, wow. what are two things they can just implement right now? And they're going to, they're going to improve.
2: And it's, that's an awesome question. Um, you can't move past the fundamentals Um, and in golf, there's an acronym called PGA posture, grip alignment. Um, And you, you constantly have to be checking those things. So your posture is um, just the way you, you set up to a ball um, before you even take the club back. You know, you, you want to be in an athletic position Um, Your grip, checking your grip, um, making sure that you're holding the club correctly. And then, of course, alignment, making sure you're aimed right. Um, There's so much that uh, influences your swing just based on your setup, your posture, your grip and alignment. So I think checking the fundamentals, going back to those things, putting down like an alignment stick, um, having someone record your swing everyone has the access to a a camera now just via their phone. Um, yeah. And then maybe just looking at, um, guys on tour and on the PGA tour and say, Oh, this is how I should set up. And then just changing based off of what you see. Um, yeah, just going back to the fundamentals, I think. Um, and then of course, the second thing would be just getting on the putting green. Um, And watching putts go in, I I think that's so essential to building confidence on the green is watching the ball go in. So getting a lot of close range putts, seeing the ball fall, hearing it fall in, um, those are all important things as well.
1: Oh, I think
0: you just, ex- Bob, are you, yeah. are you taking
1: notes? we yeah, going get you out of triple digits after all.
0: I was about to <laughs> say, I think you just explained my biggest problem. What you said, a, a golfer needs to, to, to see the ball going in the cup. I don't see that enough. I, I'm, yeah, more, I uh, hear it splashing so in the important. water, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so important. That's the, that's the, that's the goal of golf. That's the, the, what am I trying to say? That's the, um, purpose of golf is to get the ball in the hole, to score the ball. And so you need to your mind needs to see, your brain needs to see the ball go in. So when you're on the putting green, you want to get putts that you can make and see the ball go in the hole.
0: Well on on that note, I, I've got a, a question for you and and, and this is it's, yeah. it's admittedly somewhat of a selfish question for myself as well. But how how do you with your with your with your golfers prepare them for the mental Side of the game, you know, in addition to, you know, obviously the fundamentals that you that you've already talked about, but just that that mental thinking your way around the course and and, overcoming a bad shot or or you know, just keeping keeping the the mental game sharp uh, as well. How do you how do you how do you do that?
2: Man, that's another great question. Um, I think you always, always have to be recasting that vision or that idea. Um you have to constantly be reminding them um that you're gonna face some type of adversity on the course today, and you have the ability to control um how you're gonna respond, how you're gonna react, what's what narratives gonna be running through your mind. Um so that's something I talk to them about, I'd say on the daily. Um and then making it specific to each individual guy. So going up to them individually, you know, you cast that message corporately, but you have to, you have to know your players individually and you have to to speak to them individually on based on their like mental game and their mental limitations. Um, yeah, like maybe to give you an example, um, Take a guy like Eric Martin. He's going to be a junior next year. He's someone that already has a, I think he has a really strong mental game. Um, So I'm just, I'm just reminding him of what he already possesses and I'm just building him up, encouraging him that, Hey, like you're going to respond well, I know you are, Um, but that might look a little bit different for, for someone else that's weaker in that category.
0: That makes sense. Uh, I, I'm, scrum, I'm just scribbling notes down as you're saying this as we go here. I thought I heard that in the back. Yeah, that, that's, that's me uh, madly scribbling notes. Um, I, on a, a more a more practical question because I, just something that I've been curious about and people have asked me and I've never really been able to give them a great answer. Uh, what's the difference between or the relationship between kind of the the fall season that you guys have and then the spring season, because I know that there's, it's, it's the one sport on campus to my knowledge where you kind of have a split season in, in essence, or at least, or are they two separate seasons? Can you, can you just explain that to me? Uh, so I, yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. It's always interesting describing that to recruits. Um Because in, in high school you have one season, um, most of the time, the guys play in the, in the spring and the girls play in the fall. Uh, and then you have your your postseason play being in, at the same time, but for the same season. Um, so for collegiate golf, um, the fall is more of a condensed season, um, and it counts towards your national rank, and um, it goes into consideration for um, – postseason play but postseason play is always in the spring for collegiate golf um so the the spring is usually a longer season um and you play more tournaments and then the postseason is always in the spring so we have the conference championship and the national championship in the spring whereas in the fall um we don't usually we're done by mid-october end of october
0: so technically, is it all? It's really the same season. Just it's divided.
2: It's... Right.
0: Okay. It's still that. Yeah, it's still the
2: like next year. We'll have the twenty 2020, twenty 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 one season. They're still considered one season, but they're split split up into.
0: Um, See that that a ma- fall and a spring. That that makes sense. It's it's easy probably for listeners who are in somewhere other than Southern California to relate to that because for, for obvious reasons, namely weather, you, you just can't yes. play golf, you know, in, in January. Now in Southern California, right. I'm thinking what's, why not, you know, but that's uh, that's right. very myopic of me to be saying that I recognize that right. makes sense. In golf, you have to bear the elements. Um,
2: and it, it's not very fun. <laughs> Even being in North Carolina, playing in mid January or late December or early February like it can be brutal out there. Um but yeah, as someone as you know, living in Southern California where golf like the reality that golf can be played year round. Yeah, that's that's just not a reality yeah. in some parts <laughs> of the country. So. Right. Uh,
0: well, thank you for clearing that up because I always did wonder. Thank you. That's great.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now, Jacob, I'm embarrassed even to ask this question, Um, but you mentioned North Carolina. So is East Carolina University, is that in North Carolina or is that in South Carolina?
2: You know, Mason, I am just so appreciative that you (laughs) get the name of ECU correct. Most people call it Eastern North Carolina um, or Eastern Carolina, Um, but it's East Carolina and it's in North Carolina. Um, it's in Greenville, North Carolina. There's a Greenville, South Carolina as well, but ECU is in Greenville, North Carolina.
1: Do you, Jacob, do you, have, do you have a favorite moment on the course of, during your career at East Carolina? Oh, man. Or are there are just so many great moments that you can't even pick one. I guess Let me...
2: <laughs> give me a second. Um... Hmm. You know, I wasn't I was not given these questions before I got on, <laughs> well, sorry, on the air. So yeah, we don't mean it to this feel is, like a this, quiz. Is a standard, <laughs> this is <a> standard this is standard procedure, Jake. No, just, just so the listeners know, uh let's see. Um you know, so my freshman year I ended up qualifying for our first tournament of the year. And we had a we had a stacked team. Um and I was fortunate to be in the the top five, my freshman year qualified for our first event at UNC's home course. It's called Finley. Um, and after nine holes, I was leading the tournament and I just, I walked up on the 10th tee and I was like, man, college golf is, is easy. (laughs) Uh, And I proceeded to come in like 50th place after, (laughs) after those nine holes. I remember I like got off to such a hot start. Um, so that was kind of cool, but I, I I started my career shooting under par in my first tournament round as a as a college player, and then I my last round as a college athlete I, I fired a five under sixty seven hmm. in the regional championship um, regionals NCAA regionals. Um, so it's kind of cool to start that way and then finish on a good note as well. Um, but there's so many so many great memories. I, Honestly, I don't know if it's really on the course, but I just had an an awesome coach and um, super supportive teammates, um, and we had a lot of fun um, traveling together, just doing goofy things off the course. Um, Yeah, just a great experience. College golf was was phenomenal.
1: And your dad, Mike, was a is I should say a caddy on the the p g a tour what what impact has he had on on giving you both a love for the game and and a knowledge and and kind of that pedigree
2: yeah definitely indebted to to my father um yeah i i think he was around the best players in the world um he got to see golf played at the highest level um He got to see instruction at the highest level. He got to see the mental side of the game at the highest level. Um, And everything he was watching and learning, he was able to to teach that to me. Um, So yeah, that God was really favorable to me um, and kind to me in that way. And that I, I just had access to this high quality instruction, high quality equipment, um, and just a, a dad that knew the game, um, and knew what good golf looked like, how to manage a golf course, um, how to plot yourself and strategize, um, yeah, so I'm, I still learn from him to this day. Uh, it's it's nice that I can pick up the phone and say, "Hey, like, what's kind of the popular opinion out there right now? Like, what what's working for your player? What's not working?" Um, yeah, it's nice to be able to pick his brain, and then some of the friends he has able to contact them and and hear their perspective and their opinions on stuff is. It's super helpful. Um, Yeah, I just feel really fortunate that I have access to those things um, and I'm able to utilize those resources for for my program.
1: So, Jacob, in in wrapping up here, there there may be Mm -hmm. a a parent out there who has a son or daughter or maybe the son or daughter is listening and and that son or daughter wants to play golf in college. Why, Why should they play it? the masters university?
2: Oh, that's an easy question to answer. Um, it's absolutely the community at masters and the solid foundation, um, that master stands upon, which is God's perfect word. Um, and in a culture that is shifting, you know, masters has really stayed true to our convictions and our, and our beliefs. Um, and that sets us apart and the community that you're going to experience at masters is, is second to none and the teaching, um, of God's word and then how that penetrates the classroom, um, and what you're hearing from the front of every classroom. Um, yeah, we're looking for things that know whenever you're looking for a product you want things that set it apart and make it distinct and better than the next product and masters is is definitely unique in in the truth we stand upon um there's not many colleges left or universities left that stand strongly upon the perfect word of god um so i'd say that's that's an easy question i think golf is so secondary to your spiritual life um which which influences uh, your career choices
1: who you marry um and ultimately the next life as well well thank you jacob i'm glad that we could wrap up on an easy question we'll make sure next (laughs) time to get the questions to your publicist ahead of time if that works
2: (laughs) okay you need not you can
0: reach out to sarah (laughs) Coach, thank you. We really appreciate you taking the time, and, and uh, you know, again, congratulations on your on your marriage, you. and, and all the Lord's blessings to you and your and your bride for a wonderful. Thank life you,
2: together.
0: Bob. I appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Thank you.